I like coming on with different uh, different vibes, you know. You gotta you gotta create your own energy so you get the you set the tone, set the tempo. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Um. Well, hey, welcome back. Um. As you notice, we cut somebody. I'm just kidding. The doctor cut him up and now he's bleeding everywhere. So Kyle can't be here today, but I'm sure he'll love to tell his story when, uh, when he returns healthy. Um, fortunately, cause he's not here. I can talk all the shit I want about him. He can't say shit about it. Cause you can't hear him. <laughs> like he's not behind the camera right now. Yeah, but he can't, you can't <laughs> hear him anyway. <laughs> this fucking pussy. Uh, I feel like, uh, I feel like a newscaster with just two people. A newscast. Well, yeah. In today's report, (laughs) in other news, UK woman uh, sues her doctor for being born. Oh, that's actually true. Yeah, wait, hold on. That's one of the talking points. So we uh, we saw a headline this week. Um, A woman in UK was born with all of these. um, I mean, I'm kind of paraphrasing, but sicknesses, disabilities, whatever. Um, And she needs like constant medical attention. She needs constant like. uh, um accessibility aids and stuff like that and just like i don't even know what it all is it's it's a lot it was more than i could remember but (laughs) she lives on life support basically um anyways so she found out that uh her doctor had notified her mother that if she continued with her pregnancy this would happen she would have a baby with all of these ailments oh and the doctor knew that but did not tell the woman it would be a bad idea to have a baby and did not properly inform her of the decision she was making. So what ends up happening, mom has baby, baby has all these ailments, and how she sued the motherfucker. <laughs> and huh. won millions. So huh. now, now I'm like, can anyone that's unhappy sue their doctor for being bored? <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone's got mental health disabilities if you dig deep enough. Well, like, granted, I'm not going to take away from the fact that her life is shit and she lives with a lot of disabilities. Yeah. But that just opens the door. Now that the door has been opened to the fact that you can get sued for being born, like, for, you can sue for being born, slowly hmm. and slowly does that door become more attainable like yeah we don't all live like on life supports so we're not hurt we can't just sue our doctor for being born and like oh nice couple mil but like <laughs> does that push that door a little bit closer so that maybe in like 10 years literally i have depression i was born i'm suing you like something as commonplace man i find childbirth is like a weird thing like i almost feel like in order to properly follow through as a society like in order to not have a collapse like you should need like a license to have a child not like (laughs) rigorous training and stuff like this but like literally like go down to an office and be like hey i'm applying to have a child kind of thing i'm like okay are you like are you fit and able like are you insane do you have a criminal record like i feel like there should be some sort of check to have a child i mean kyle is uh fingering us right now yeah there's not enough room (laughs) thanks for the continuity (laughs) i forgot what i was talking about um childbirth licenses you need a license so that makes me think about like 
some kind of modern psych evaluation because obviously the ones that they've been doing probably aren't the best we've you know all the misdiagnoses and stuff like that yeah. it's probably not like the best look but like what if they had some kind of modernized way to be like not that like people with mental illness can't have babies but like people that could possibly be dangerous people that you know exhibit dangerous behavior they don't need to have babies yeah or like uh, it's it comes back to how touchy of a subject abortion is too like if that was less taboo then it would be more of a decision between you and your doctor of like okay here are the risks of if you follow through with this this is something you want to do kind of thing right and make it more of a an easier decision at that point i guess but can you imagine though this this is almost like dystopian though where it's like love that hey we don't like you or anything you're about you're not allowed to reproduce okay cool (laughs) like can you imagine telling someone that like well if it was in a dystopian future i mean they would still be living in like a a perceived paradise so those people who can't reproduce are probably like castrated or something like that in this dystopian future and they're just allowed to have all the sex they want never ending until their dicks fall off <laughs> but they can't have children that's w- like a, how many people would voluntarily exactly yeah right so there's gonna be people out there who are like oh yeah yeah um, that's me that's my life sorry babe doctor said i was crazy yeah and have a baby <laughs> pass the test yeah my punishment <laughs> oh no that's uh, a <laughs> yeah yeah um on the flip side of doctor getting punished um there was another news story of a doctor who amputated the wrong leg he got fined what is equivalent to like three grand oh yeah okay like what how do you screw that up? like i'm imagining old guy on the table you know you've got like you know you ever seen like i don't know like gray's anatomy or whatever when they got like someone's literally over- no <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i'm just like whatever doctor things people watch i don't watch gray's either but like whenever someone like is doing surgery it's like all of like the paper and everything like around the place that they're going to cut up. And oh, then, yeah, okay. and then it's like, just like that one spot's bare. Yeah. I'm imagining like whatever, just like by his knees, like it's just like open. And then it's like nub underneath thing. And then like rest of leg underneath thing. Okay. And you're just like, don't even notice the nub side. You just cut off the other side. Like, how does that, how do you do that? Like, I'm so confused. Like, I'm really grasping at straws, but like, well, whose man's like, that's what I want to know. Whose man's is this? Obvious that when the doctor got into the room, he was like, okay, I need to cut the left leg. And he had to ask himself the question, well, which side is the left side? And he accidentally (laughs) looked in the mirror (laughs) instead of his hands. Oh no. There we go. That's uh, that's what I'm I'm thinking. That's the clear answer right there. <laughs> like, um, yeah, there's a lot of professions that you could really like fuck your job up and just be like, oh, shit, I'll get them next time. That's not one of them. <laughs> okay, speaking of doctors, speaking of doctors, did you know, like, okay, so do you know what residence is? Residence? Yeah. Like, I, like a doctor term or whatever. Like, it's used other uh, other places, but I'm gonna go, so, no, like, I don't know. Yeah, like, they're, it's supposed to be this, like, hell week or hell four days or something like that. Um, but the doctors are basically 
near the end of their graduation and they're up for like 72 hours just like dealing with one thing after another and it's just kind of like it's like part of their training yeah and it's like a simulation i i I, this is all like very muddied information right but like (laughs) this is like something that they do and it's i mean you want to be a doctor you have to be able to deal with being up for days this could happen to you exactly yeah so it's this test that is borderline impossible um, but it turns out the dude who actually invented this test, this like doctor from back in like, I, I don't know, throwing a random number out the sixties or something. Right. Um, he was like a huge cokehead. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, he's like, like what? Like, you can't ride? Like- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he was like, uh, like doing like sixties coke. So that was like pure <laughs> Colombian stuff. And he's just like fucked out of his tree and he's making oh all these God. students stay up for days with him. He's like, I can fucking do it. You want to be me? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, what? If you want to be a fucking doctor, you got to be up for fucking days. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then you go back to the office and do a huge rail. Like, <laughs> you like, guys want to be fucking doctors? It's like Wolf of Wall Street shit. Yeah. Like, Isn't that wild? That's amazing. I just... Yeah, so if, like, if you want to be a doctor, you got to be like a secret fucking drug addict. I man. just imagined him just calling everyone fucking pussies. <laughs> <laughs> Baby back bitch. Like, what? You can't stay up for four days performing surgery? Yeah. What kind of doctor are you? Come I on. do this shit all the time. Yeah. Big It's just like two weeks, you know? Just, you fucking guys. <laughs> oh my God. That's amazing. That's. That amuses me. Yeah, just like, just goes to show, like, <laughs> America was just built on, like, just drug addicts and rapists <laughs> i mean <laughs> pause but yeah <laughs> drop the mic um speaking of predators um so that's <laughs> a quick tranny oh wait that was the wrong uh <laughs> abbreviation to use there i'm sorry <laughs> um so quick transition um there was uh new not news but like <laughs> a youtube video that i've seen a lot of people reacting to lately and i it stirred up a bunch of questions and also kind of enraged me, but it was quite amusing. Um, so on the topic of predators, it was talking about R. Kelly. Now, R. Kelly, uh, if anyone has seen that he had the docuseries surviving R. Kelly come out like uh, during quarantine or whatever. Um, well, basically, it just explains what a huge predator he is, you know, picking up high school girls. Yeah. Um, ex- the extent of my knowledge about R. Kelly is he has that in the closet song. <laughs> and he peed on an underage girl. <laughs> oh, man. Is it accurate? I mean, I think those things happened, but more egregiously, he literally would like get these girls, convince them to come over and hang out with him all the time. You know how it is being like rich and, you know, being a rapper. All these high school girls are like, ooh, and they yeah, want to come okay. hang out with you. He's like, yeah, we can maybe we can record something. Maybe I can make you famous. Stuff like that. There's a lot of attractive. I'll make you famous, baby. Come there's on. a lot of attractive things that he can offer somebody that a normal yeah. person can. Yeah. And so he'll get these girls. Um, come back to the house he'll brainwash them he'll give them like a set of rules they have to follow um and basically they you know he'll lock them in rooms when they misbehave and he'll punish them and they won't go home for a while they won't see their families he'll cut them off their families he'll make them tell their families to leave them alone he basically makes like his own little sex trafficking ring in his house for him that's wild whoa yeah Uh. it's pretty it's pretty dark there's a whole lot going on um so i feel like he's he definitely got convicted i think at this point i think he's going to jail um 
but I think on the low end of the spectrum, we can call him a predator. Like there's a lot of things <laughs> like I think on the low end, it's safe to say he's definitely a predator. Now this YouTube video is this guy. I think his name is Glendon Cameron. Um, and he's a YouTuber that has actually like a pretty decent following, like hundred thousand subscribers on a finance, uh, account 40 K on some other account. He's got probably like between all of his, he has several YouTube channels I've seen. Oh, wow. Between all of them, he probably had like almost 200, maybe 150 K subscribers. So like he's doing his thing. Wow. Um, but he put this video out basically saying that he, he doesn't think R Kelly's a predator. And so naturally, that's a pretty hot take to make, considering the information that I gave you that, you know, if you did watch that series, you're well aware that that was the low end of the spectrum, we can safe to say. Hmm. Um, so what are his arguments? What is the makeup of this video that everyone's reacting to? Um, well, he starts off the video with weird cliffhangers to make you, you know, I see, I don't know. It's part of me thinks marketing strategy but like why would you want people to think you're a predator because basically his the way he goes about saying he's not a predator is just describing things that he's done and saying that he's not a predator but like if it walks like a duck it's probably a duck <laughs> like what do you mean and the things that he describes so he predatory. was just calling himself out as a predator he basically? just exposes himself yeah okay and so like you know like he'll talk about and the other thing too is if these things that he says are true he's a predator but honestly it's hard to believe because he sounds like he's full of shit to be honest so okay, so what's he saying so his first uh reason why r kelly's not a predator is because um like i said these don't really make any sense but he basically talks about a story about how he hooked up with a girl that was uh 17 and he says that the that sounds like a predator <laughs> He says that he posted Facebook ads and these girls That sounds like a predator. <laughs> or Craigslist ads, whatever. And he would get high school girls messaging him all the time. Uh-huh. Likely story. Anyways, and so he said he met this girl. Um, she was 17, but she told him he she was 21. Um and he checked her out on Facebook and noticed that she didn't hang out with her family very much. So I'm like, why are you looking for vulnerable people? That's weird. Okay. And he said the only reason he thought like this is the only the, the red flag that should have let me know that she was young. Her boobs were too perky. That's basically what he says. Well, 21 year old boobs are still perky. But, but I like, don't know where this is going. But that's the thing. You get that example and you're sitting there wondering. That doesn't really add to this argument that R. Kelly's not a predator. If anything, that just makes you look like a predator and is also like a weird humble brag of predatory behavior. Yeah, he's just talking about per perky boobies. Yeah, and he talks <laughs> about how he's like, oh, yeah, once, she, once I, I sat her down and we talked about it, and she's like, hey, I am 17, but I'm turning 18. I just continued to like have sex with her for like the next five years continuously. Like, it's just like a shitty, humble brag. Like, one of your boys at school was trying to talk about how, he, you know, he killed it last weekend. But you know he's lying. But I why would you... I still don't know how this is related to R. Kelly. And that's what I'm saying. He just exposes himself. And then he's basically comparing his appetite, as he calls it, for young women to R. Kelly's. And basically saying the difference between him and R. Kelly is that he has safeguards. And R. Kelly pissed somebody off. No, he pissed on somebody <laughs> 
That's such an easy one, but I love it. (laughs) (laughs) He's done a little bit more. (laughs) Now, I think the original video is down, but you can find people reacting. But one of the people I, you know, I'm going (laughs) to, I'm going to steal their joke. I'll I'll shout about playback. It's a pretty big channel. They do a lot of reactions. Anyways, I was watching their reaction. And one of the things the guy said killed me. He's like bragging about having safeguards, you know, it's like, Clearly, those safeguards didn't fucking work because you fucked a 17-year-old. You can't call them safeguards if you did it after the fact, like you found out after. I mean, that's a good point. Like, what do you mean? Like, I was just dying. I was like, this is ridiculous. But it gets even more graphic. Like, the <laughs> like the next part that he goes on to describe, once again, doesn't add to the argument that R. Kelly's not a predator, even in the littlest bit. It's just a weird, humble brag about something that I promise you did not fucking happen. He goes on to talk about how, on another Craigslist app, a mother messaged him. His mother was like, are you a big black bull? And he's like, yeah, baby. And so he goes over to her crib, and she basically talks about how... I'm not even gonna get into those details, but she just like starts getting on like sexual with him, and he's like, yeah. And he just so he like, he whipped it out, and he took her on the couch... But it gets better. Her daughters were there and they just watched. Um, fucking no for 500. Like what? Like <laughs> I, they totally did the sex with me. <laughs> and so after he finished the mom, the mom grabbed her daughters and pulled them over. And then they got involved in it. And he basically hit all three of them at the same time. I'm frustrated. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, you did not fucking do that. Because let's that opens up a bigger conversation. First off, the porn industry, we all know it's fucked. But that's a porn scene. That's you watched some shitty porno and you stole the storyline. And it wasn't even like one of the believable storylines that like could somewhat make sense. It was an entire genre that is a complete joke to me. This idea that women, normal women, are okay with sexual acts with their daughters. No, that doesn't fucking happen. Moms and daughters don't have sex together. If this was real and their mom... What do you mean, bro? (laughs) Hold on. Wait, wait. What? Stop. (laughs) What do you mean, bro? (laughs) Bro, wait. If a girl walked in on her mom... My brothers and sisters. Stop. (laughs) Don't don't take that one from me. (laughs) (laughs) If the girl walked in on her mom having sex, it would be like, ew, what the fuck, mom? Like, it would be so (laughs) gross. But we're led to believe that this is something that happens on a normal basis, that the girl's like, oh, yeah. And then she's just, like, into it? No. No fucking way. Porn's a weird thing. Especially when the daughters that he describes are, like, 16 and 17. Oh, they're also 16 and 17. Yeah, yeah. And so we're he's sitting- gotta stop getting in those situations yeah don't worry he's clear to let you know what the legal age of consent is in that state and that's a whole nother topic legal age of consent doesn't mean it's okay okay Straight so up. okay so this is what i gather he's just he's a scumbag <laughs> and he's just talking about another scumbag with some and humble flex yeah it's just like a brag. bro bro looking out for his other bro <laughs> trying to like let you know what it's like and like yeah. how he is yeah that wasn't date rape babe <laughs> he was just giving you an advil man <laughs> don't it's- worry that's my bro kyle right? <laughs> He would never do that to you. <laughs> it's just so tough to like listen to him talk. And like on one side, you're triggered enough that you keep watching. Like I watched the whole video uh, and I've watched several people react to it because it's pretty funny. But like I want to start making those videos. I have all the gear. 
I have uh where you expose yourself from being a predator or reacting yeah. videos? <laughs> like, what are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, the exposure videos. You know, uh, no reaction videos because they're also dumb, and uh, I want to do it because <laughs> they're dumb. Honestly, I feel like every day I'm watching like TV with my lady. It's literally just us. Like it's a reaction video. Just no one's filming it. Like, cause like, we'll pause the video every five seconds and just go in on whatever it is we're talking mm. about. And like even this video, for example, we went in so many times because it's not only I'm getting heated, but she also gets heated. And obviously this idea of being a predator is definitely more sensitive subject for a woman. So when we were watching this video, she was getting pissed, like so pissed. Man, <laughs> it's just it's so we're already backed up for spinoffs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it'd be pretty easy to just sit down in front of a couch and just <laughs> film us watching just stupid shit. Hey, I'm already down for that anytime. But <laughs> it, it just the whole thing was just so absurd that this guy was trying to make this argument. And like I said, you're sitting here confused because you're saying to me, what does that have to do with R. Kelly? Fucking nothing. Yeah, you stop talking about R. Kelly like after that last comment about we both have an appetite for young girls. But like he's so graphic in this humble flex that literally the last half of the video, like I said, you're sitting there like that didn't fucking happen. You're making this up. Who does that? Like and now hmm. you can't even like I can't even find videos of him that aren't talking about him being a predator. So like you were like on one video he's saying he did it for views as an experiment but like what it's for science bro for science. <laughs> yeah Come on. and apparently it didn't get like that many views so he's like you exposed yourself for what the only views that are happening because the video is down now is people reacting to you being a creep hmm. well I, okay i'm just <laughs> i'm just like i don't know but yeah so that was something that i raged over this week it was a thing I uh, I always like it when you talk about the things you rage about because I just picture in my head just you just sitting there on the couch just scrolling on your phone and then you'll get to like one article and you're like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then you like rage click it as you save the articles so you can read it later so that you get to talk about it <laughs> that's how I picture it happening every time I mean it's not too far off it's like me playing video games too I just started uh, I re uh, I checked out a game that I haven't played in like three years and I got absolutely destroyed now i'm screaming at the tv again i hate you (laughs) (laughs) oh man matt gets a switch and this guy's talking about like okay well hold on i didn't get a switch (laughs) (laughs) matt bought a switch for his son who's only there once a week (laughs) sorry every other week yeah half of the time of the year (laughs) um yeah so So it's half his half yours yeah i think i i think i talked about last time anyways but yeah i got a switch gotta make sure it works right but uh yeah man why did you have to give me that zelda game I literally am like sneaking it out of the closet whenever he's not around. It's like God, I could just sneak a quick five minutes in yeah. right now. Like, yeah, it's bad. Man. This guy was saying how he uh, he's really thinking about getting Breath of the Wild, and I low you have a copy just sitting on the shelf that I don't even play. I'm like, hey, man, man. here you go. Uh, yeah, it's bad news bears. Now it sucked all your time up. Yeah, but you know what? It's I haven't taken it out this week yet, though, and I'm like, I'm like go. trying to keep it. Off trying the to side do some work. Nothing gets done as soon as that <laughs> thing comes out. It's uh, it's poison. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm gonna give it to my child. There you go. Yeah, that's uh, when I was um, when I was a teenager, my sister was uh, really big into Fifty Cent. She had all the albums, whatever. Oh, she was she was pretty hood. Um, 
<laughs> one year for Christmas, 50 Cent put out a video game called 50 Cent Bulletproof for Xbox. She doesn't even play Xbox, but I have an Xbox. I feel like I remember that. So I bought her Xbox 50 Cent Bulletproof, and she was like, oh, cool, 50 Cent game. Maybe I'll play your Xbox now. And I'm like, Haha, yeah, maybe you will or not. Cause she doesn't play fucking Xbox. So I just <laughs> bought myself a video game for her birthday. <laughs> wow. How's the game? I mean, it was actually pretty good back in the day. I actually <laughs> liked it. I think I played it through like twice at least. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was pretty jokes. It was kind of weird because it was like, what oh. would you do in a video game like that? It was basically a, like some kind of like gang wars game where you're just like toughing out the streets. But like all of the main characters are like millionaire rappers. So it was kind of strange. But like obviously like a lot of shootout missions, hmm. um, a lot of grabbing drugs and bringing them back to wherever pretty standard gang gang shit <laughs> but, gang, uh, gang. <laughs> but uh but um and obviously well. every song in the in the game was like a 50 cent of song course. or like one of his like four boys yeah he's got a couple i remember i had a buddy um he had back when like playstation one was like the thing um he had like a mod on his uh or on his console where he could just download games from the internet print them onto a disc like it was pretty cool wow it's pretty cool set it's pretty greasy so, for back in the day i like yeah it. it was like yeah like maybe like early early 2000s something like that um so he basically had like every single playstation game you can imagine <laughs> so it was it was pretty cool back in the day uh but there's this one game i always remember i don't know why i'm just thinking of like gangsters and stuff uh but it was like a literal lowrider hydraulics video game so the whole game was about like going to like low rider competitions where the cars just bounce and uh, you had to upgrade your hydraulics and stuff and you had to try and like bounce higher than the other cars and it was the coolest game ever, man. <laughs> so lame. It was so cool. Had uh, had pretty good music on it. I don't know why I thought of that. I was thinking of like gangsters and stuff. I'm like, man, gangster games. Oh, I played a gangster game. Hey, hey. <laughs> um, yeah. So the other night I was uh, I was perusing the YouTubes. And so you all know at this point that me and Kyle like sports. Um, Go sports. So if you've watched uh, any highlight videos, you know, you'll see like, it doesn't even matter what sport, but it's basketball, hockey, baseball, football, like, you know, camera, like it follows the player. And, you know, if it's basketball, you'll see him like dribble up and down the court. You'll see him react or maybe he passes the ball, but it'll follow him. So you can see when he gets the ball back to him, he can like do something with it. Right. And same with football. You know, you can watch someone run around to catch the ball, blah, blah, blah. There's like a steady trail of action that you can follow. And so the other night I was on YouTube and I, uh, I came across some like paintball, like professional paintball video. And I was like, Okay, like paintball is cool. Like this, this is kind of badass. Like you know, I I've played paintball a few times. You know, I was kind of feeling myself when I did it. I was tuning up some children, some kids that were like ten to fifteen. Pretty much every time I've gone, I've only been playing with like minors. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, don't clip that. But uh, <laughs> oh no, oh, no. <laughs> yes, hello FBI. <laughs> Kyle's like rolling over. <laughs> um but yeah so paintball i've only played uh paintball against um like kids at like football parties and stuff like that for like year-end parties and obviously destroying children like that that's the name of the game so like i i like paintball i can respect how hard these guys go and i know what they're doing is difficult i'm not trying to discount how hard what they're doing is and how much work they put into it because they are doing work 
What I do want to bitch about, though, is watching best highlights for pro paintball was so fucking lame. It literally, because granted, you can't follow a paintball. They're so small. They move so quickly. The cameras can't adjust to that. And even if they could keep up with like a tracker, you wouldn't see shit because you wouldn't be able to focus on something so small. So, yeah, I feel like if I saw if I were to read the best highlight reel for paintball, I wouldn't be like anticipating like being surprised <laughs> i don't know but paintball is just whatever man it's fun to play but it's not that cool watching paintball it's, yeah whatever maybe it's cool in person but like watching the highlights was stupid because first yeah, off come on man. as far as shooting type games you know comparing it to like call of duty you know call of duty you run around you see someone tap 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 run around see some tap 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 and it's like kind of you know there's an interaction there paintball as soon as he says go, you watch these videos, these guys are like, they're just spraying the whole time. Spray and pray. Hopefully they hit something. If they don't, who cares? They're just wasting paintballs left and right. You'll see them mid shot, just like start reloading their gun. Maybe half the balls go in, half hit the floor, and then you just chuck it and they just keep going. I'm like, okay, whatever. That's yeah. like 20 bucks a shot or whatever. <laughs> like, anyways, they're just spraying. So like, who knows what bullets, who's. 90% of this video was them standing at the start point and the guy says go and you just see them all like scatter in like 10 foot radius just shooting and then it cuts to the next start of them go and then they'll do the same thing and maybe every now and then you'll see some guy he'll, he won't shoot he'll like run and like crawl like army crawl to something and be like oh that was a sick crawl bro but I'm like this isn't compared to like a normal like sport this is the equivalent of in basketball tip off pass dribble cut Next, tip off, pass, dri- like that's all it is. Kick off, football, kick the ball, run down the field, cut, nothing happened. You don't see anything actually happen. You just see them say go, and they take like five so steps. Describe a scenario in paintball that would be super cool to see. If you could follow some guy, come up, tap, tap, gets this guy. You see him run over here, exchange, gets that guy, run over here, flank somebody, get a couple people. Like, that would be kind of cool. I mean, I don't know how hard that is to do. Maybe it's really fucking hard and no one ever does that in pro paintball. <laughs> but, like, that would be something cool to watch. But just watching them just, like, run out, spray. Are they shooting at a wall? They could be. There could be no one else on the other side. I wouldn't know. And that's their best highlights of their entire league. Yeah, that seems weird. I've definitely seen way cooler paintball than that. But, I don't know. Paintball is, like, it's fun to play, but it's a reason it's there's a reason it's not televised kind of thing right like yeah it's it's whatever man it's one time uh, i airsoft too it's cool but who the fuck's gonna watch it the last time i um i went paintballing i had uh i had like this vision i was like okay i'm gonna go over here i'm gonna parkour this thing i'm gonna hurdle over it i'm gonna like camp out over here i literally ran over there tried to parkour couldn't get my leg up high enough rolled tummy roll all the way over get back <gasps> no one saw me all right i'm nice <laughs> that makes me think of like paul blart mall cop <laughs> that's what i could think i there. mean that's reasonable yeah. i would say that at this point in my life that's my athletic ability probably is me being right. paul blart mall cop nice. like that's that's a fair i uh i was out in alberta doing some paintball um it was just like spur the moment with a couple of buddies. I happened to have, or no, what was it? We were going out to play paintball. I happened to have a paintball gun. Uh, no one else did. So we go out to this place. They all just get rentals. And I have this like, 
half decent gun. Um, and we're like playing paintball for the day. It was pretty. It was pretty fun. So you're just shooting um, your friends, basically. Oh it yeah, was your just welting people up. Yeah. Right? Um, no one else can use it. Just me. <laughs> but there is, yeah. Come on, man. Um, near the end of the day, the staff suggested playing this indoor game, just called Zombies. It's like, okay, what the fuck? So it's literally just a game where there's one zombie, and everyone else gets a gun, and you're inside, and. The person who's a zombie, as soon as they touch you, you turn into a zombie. You can shoot the zombie, but he won't die until you shoot him in the head. So you have to shoot someone in the face with a paintball in order to kill them as the zombie, or else you're just running in these like indoor corridors, like down <laughs> hallways, and then you'll go to this opening with like blocks and stuff. Like it was a sick park. Um, but yeah, so then you're just like running around, like hiding, and you can hear someone running up, and you're like, fuck, is that a zombie? Like, oh my God, what the fuck? <laughs> so you're just like ready to like storm around this corner like just headshot this fucking dude you don't even know if he's a zombie or not you're just like ah oh okay and then you guys both will go running or something dude it was the most intense like action game i've ever played in my entire life like any sort of action anything it was it was insane like, it sounds, was like real life battlefield i mean that's pretty badass yeah. i've played like mini games and like call of duty and other shooter oh, yeah. type games that are kind of like that but the thing with those games is you're a video game you yeah, have this stamina was insane, doing that in real life you're running for your fucking life and then you're, you're like <gasps> oh my god yeah that was so intense it's like, like an gasp. actual horror movie where you're trying to hold your breath here don't fucking find me oh man yeah it was cool man that, i uh that'd be so badass yeah i like i almost like i don't think i'd play it again it was scary <laughs> but it was so cool to do <laughs> that's awesome i yeah. had a um i had a story time that i wanted to share with Ew. everybody today um <laughs> this, this reminded me uh sorry someone reminded me of this uh because obviously um you can tell i kind of got a haircut i'm looking slick i know but anyways literally didn't tell yeah <laughs> no literally idea. no one cares um so when i was in university i went to a university in toronto and i lived in a you know like a block away from a pretty suspect neighborhood a lot of uh crime happens in this area um and so one time i had to go get a haircut in my freshman year and so i went uh and got a haircut in the hood um it was uh quite an interesting experience very much fish out of water i'm from a very white <laughs> town in uh, british columbia and i'm in a very uh urban environment that i don't know really much of what's going on my street smarts for this type of area significantly lower than the normal person <laughs> anyways so i go I find on Google Maps, oh, there's a barber shop nearby. Cool. I'll go get my haircut. Can't be that expensive. I go down there. It's in some weird suspect looking mall. It's got some really sus grocery store, a couple of those weird like fix your phone type stores, a little vape shop, a jerk chicken spot, and a barber shop. And so I walk into this barber shop and there's obviously a line, you know, I've opened barber shops before you walk in. Uh, usually someone will take your name to keep you uh, like a queue and then you just sit down and wait until it's your turn. Sure. Same procedure. Um, they didn't take any names. You kind of just sat down. It was pretty obvious. You know, if someone was sitting there when you got there, they're probably ahead of you. There's not really much else to that. Right. Um, except like the line, there was like two of us sitting down waiting and we weren't black. Every black dude that walked in would just like dap up the barber <laughs> and just take the seat. 
<laughs> it was like I'm just like sitting there. I'm like I don't want to say anything, but like do I every, go up and dap him? Like, yeah, <laughs> like, should I just dap yo, him? But, like, but literally, no one, but me and this guy just sat there thinking, what the hell is? And we weren't even like beside each other. We were like a couple seats away, so we couldn't even be like, dude, what's going on here? Like, is this weird for you too? Like, there there was none of that. It was just I. I'm just sitting there looking around. That guy's looking around. And at least six or seven people. I was there for several hours, like at least three hours. I was there because every single interval, dude would finish up a haircut. The guy would take a call. He'd be like, walk away for a few minutes. He'd walk outside, have a smoke. He'd come back in, dap up a boy. And he would just like some dude that just walked in. Like they walked in together. He was having a smoke. They walked back in the building together. He's like, yeah, grab a seat. And he just starts cutting his hair. And I'm like, (laughs) so did you end up getting a haircut? (laughs) Did you get the cut? So I did eventually get a haircut after like literally like I think it was around the I was there for just over three hours, I think. But I think I started my haircut around the two hours, 30 minutes mark. That's how long I waited before I actually got to sit in the chair. Was it a good haircut? Um, It was interesting. That's for sure. Um, So first off, just side note. Also, when I said it was a black guy, there was no prices. It was I asked the guy how much he's like 20 there's a tail with no buttons on it it's just got cash in it they just they just cut hair i don't know where the fuck i am right now <laughs> like i am not from this area wow anyway so i go and get my haircut and there's things you know there's things you learn about getting your haircut in a place like this that i didn't know you know obviously different people have different types of hair things called lineups um my hair doesn't really require lineups i think that's more of a is that where you make like a line on your forehead it's it's where you like kind of like you know how like the hair kind of like grows on this like angle. Yeah, yeah. It's like boxing it up for like a yeah, fade. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It looks weird with my kind of hair. You know, I've seen some people that, you know, it looks pretty normal, but for my type of hair, it looked weird. But anyways, things like that happened. Um I had to like regrow those parts of my hair after that. It was kind of weird. But um the part that kind of caught me off guard is I had never been to a place that um would do anything to your facial hair it was always like shitty first choice or whatever haircut in town like whatever oh bro you gotta live (laughs) whatever come on whatever cheap barbershop we had in town that's where i would go forever um and so they just cut your hair i remember my first facial it was great clip that (laughs) 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 so they would just cut your hair be gone so once the guy finished cutting my hair he's like all right what do you want to do with this and, I, and at the time, I didn't have like this. Like right now, I'm kind of rocking, like rocking this little grizzly man beard. But back then, I had like a little bit of a stash goatee and like this gross chin strap that I was rocking. I thought it was a good look at the time. If you were 20, all 20 year olds require <laughs> I'm like I'm just a fucking bucket strap around their chin. Well, I, I, I really <laughs> I did the same, man. My facial hair back then was not strong. Like just general. Yeah, body that's hair. like if you're 20, your facial hair isn't strong, but you want to like I have facial hair. So I wasn't you, even 20. I was 19. Oh, fair. But so yeah, fair. you grow the only little tiny <laughs> yeah. strip that does grow. <laughs> exactly. So you look at my beard. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> I'm nice. <laughs> um, and so I'm like, kind of like, I'm like, I don't know. Like, what do you mean? And cause like, I hadn't like shaved that day. Um, we said, well, you want a cholo lineup? And I was like, what does that mean? And I'm like, <laughs> it's just some term he gives to white I, kids. <laughs> but I was cholo like, lineup, man. Come on. but I'm just like, you know, I don't want to look stupid. So I'm like, sure. <laughs> like, he's I'll not gonna take try. one cholo lineup, please, sir. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so I'm like sitting here like, 
like was that like a stab like i don't know like yeah like you know obviously i'm hispanic but like he's about to give you a fucking dj cali beard <laughs> but like i'm not about to call this guy a racist that's kind of weird it feels like out of place anyways so he gives me what he calls a cholo lineup and uh basically what he did is he gave me like this gross pencil mustache oh yeah and it was just like really thin and i didn't really take it in. and then once i like that was looked, it no beard nothing just well, he, the well, pencil? he, he cleaned this up but okay. he just made my beard super fucking thin okay or, sorry my mustache super yeah, fucking yeah. thin and so i look in the mirror and i'm like oh no <laughs> i look so gross i had like a was, you look my, like a cholo <laughs> i look like a 2000 girl a two, you know a girl from the 2000s like her eyebrows that's how thin my mustache was on both sides it looked so gross i'm like i have to walk around with this for like a week at Wild. least it was so <laughs> gross nice. and I, I get back to the house and uh i was living with a, a roommate of mine who is uh he was mexican and um, so when i <laughs> when i walked in the house i go into his room and he looks at me and he's like saying you got that cholo lineup eh? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck i looked so stupid <laughs> He just fucking knew he, right away. He knew, he knew. He grew up in Toronto. Yeah. He knew. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like such a weird oh, experience man. for me. And I was just like, man, I have no idea where I am right now. Wow. But um <laughs> But yeah, so that was uh that was a thing. That's <laughs> great. Oh man, that was out in Toronto, eh? Yeah. Man. I was born in Toronto. Um didn't grow up there. You were born in Toronto? I didn't yeah, know man. that. I think, uh, I think it's Scarborough. Uh, Scarborough. Yeah, it explains a lot, eh? Hey, I know like one guy from Scarborough and I don't know <laughs> <laughs> shit about Scarborough. There yeah. Toronto. I'm just somebody likes Burroughs and I'm just like, guys, I don't care. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Man, so you, did you hear these uh, 3D printed suicide pods out in like Switzerland? This is pretty cool, man. Did you uh, did you read into it at all? So I saw the article. Now these three D pods they've been out for a couple of years, but they've been going through some reviews, right? Yeah. So it's like assisted suicide is legal out there. So, so that's weird to me, but okay, continue. Um. Yeah. Well, I, I I'm all for it. Like I feel like we're far enough in a society where there are enough people here, and if you've grown up and lived a life, and you're like your your quality of life is just slowly declining. Like I feel like you should have that option. I feel like it shouldn't be this thing where you could just wake up in a bad mood and be like, "Yeah, I'm offing myself today." Like <laughs> there should definitely be a process. Involved, I was gonna say, I think I'm just not educated on the parameters that they've set. It's yeah, not so, as simple as I feel like killing myself today. Can you do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely like there's there's some uh, red tape that you have to cross, right? Yeah. But right now, the current method is a specific type of gas. I can't remember the the name of it, but it's nitrogen a, something. No, no. So that's what they're switching to. Oh, so okay. the gas that they have right now. It takes a little bit of time to actually work and there's um, it's relatively common to get like nauseous during the procedure. So it's like not really the best way to go out when you're like your last couple of minutes and you're like feeling sick as hell and it's like this prolonged thing. So this new pod, it's you literally go inside of it. So there can be no foul play. Like you go inside of it and you control everything from the inside. So it's 100% your decision to do it. And yeah, that thing fills up with nitrogen and that keeps your body from realizing that it's starving of oxygen. So you just kind of 
just casually just go just disappear so it's kind of weird man um yeah have you ever seen futurama i mean yeah i've seen Futurama. Have you seen the episode where actually i think it's like episode one where bender and uh fry fall into a suicide box i mean i don't remember that. oh man it was a good one but <laughs> but yeah i'm just like man the fact that you can just like 3d print this stuff i think I, I feel like i think that's just like more of a clickbaity title i'm sure it just has 3d printed parts on it uh because like especially i think switzerland is a little bit more progressive with that but like 3d printing as an industrial aspect is becoming a lot more common so there's more uh like 3d printed bridges and houses and just industrial objects that are starting to be like starting to be 3d printed and uh that's just gonna slowly be more and more common I mean, it makes sense to me because like 3D printing is kind of all over the place at this point. Like you can get Mm -hmm. a model or, you know, whatever script. I don't know what they call it, but you can get instructions to 3D print pretty much anything these days. So I have a 3D printer, uh, as I'm sure you know. But (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, there's a website called Thingiverse, thingiverse thingiverse.com. And it's thousands, thousands of just free files of just random 3D objects that people have created from things as simple as like a tiny little figurine to like a multi-part moving object to an entire Iron Man suit. It's um, wild. Yeah. So it's it's pretty cool. Uh, there's other websites where you can pay for more advanced things. But like I can go on this Thingiverse website and print an exact replica of an Iron Man suit and scale it to fit me perfect. Now, why haven't you done this? What the fuck? <laughs> this guy's telling me you could have an Iron um, Man suit and he hasn't done it? It's just time. It's just time. Comes down to time management, right? Dude, um, my guy, like, we got time. <laughs> like, start this tomorrow. If okay, you we already had Captain America on set live yeah, in person. Can you imagine I just show up as fucking Iron Man? That'd be can, so cool. That would have been such a funny Halloween if Kyle thought he was coming with, like, this, like, pretty decent Captain America suit and you showed up in, like, full fucking yeah i can't put my headphones on today guys yeah there's uh there's people so like being on reddit and everything too there's certain channels where like different communities and stuff right like you guys got to get a reddit reddit is super cool um (laughs) but so like depending on the 3d printing communities and the arduino like microcontroller communities there are people who have made fully functional suits where it's like even the um forearm pieces they like pop out and stuff like the boosters and stuff like down of the feet and then even the mask it'll sh- open up upwards and the eyes light up so you can actually look through it but it'll still glow and everything like it's wild open up your hands and there's like a reactor right there and it's kind of badass i'm not gonna yeah lie. so like it's all out there for free like i could i could make an exact replica working model it'd be cool man so just take a while back to my remaining question why the fuck haven't you done this yet man <laughs> come on yeah i use it to print freaking saucers for my plants <laughs> so i can cheap it out on like 80 cents the plant store <laughs> <laughs> print this perfectly fitting planter you're gonna like do this you're gonna put all this time and effort and money into like getting this iron man suit and you're gonna like call me over i'm gonna come over like oh man that's kind of cool and then I'm going to leave. And it was like a five minute no, exactly. level of excitement. Yeah. And now you're stuck with this giant Iron Man suit. I'd probably sell it. It's, uh, Someone would probably buy it. Yeah. There's a, there's a guy on YouTube, Uncle Jesse or something like that. Um, not a predator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he all he does is like 3D printed uh, like Marvel memorabilia and masks and stuff like that. And he just sells it all. So it's uh, it's pretty cool, man. You just like exact replica of like any superhero mask. 
just fit perfect to your face. I think it's cool. It's I've cool. seen that on YouTube. Like people like trying to like recreate like these like sci-fi movie things. Like there's some guy that or YouTube channel where they've like tried to make like a real life lightsaber. And oh it, yeah. And like it looks cool. I think the one that I the last video I saw, it still had to be on like a cable because like the battery pack for it was just like huge. I feel like it wasn't the battery pack a backpack or something like that. I, I feel, feel like I've seen something like that. I feel like they've upgraded it enough that it's just like okay. a side pouch at this point. Yeah, okay. At least that's the last time I looked at it. But it was like so like those lightsaber was like so powerful and hot that like this moment it touches something, it doesn't just like cut through seamlessly like like uh, like in the movies, but like it does cut through but it just like and it looks like it's like blowing shit up yeah. and lighting things on fire as it goes. Man. Speaking of lightsabers, I read this thing that like just fucks with the entire star wars logic everything so when you're in a lightsaber battle you're fighting this other guy so why did no one ever think to turn their lightsaber off the moment they're about to strike and then turn it back on and then hit the guy (laughs) you know that's a good point (laughs) i think the reason is is that if you turn your lightsaber off while you're hitting somebody and they're pushing through as well, they could hit let's, you. No, let's say the the guy like this is an antici- it's it's a chess move, right? Like it's you can't just this is your finisher. So the guy has a big swing. He's going to try and come at you with a big swing. All of his momentum's in it. And it's obvious that you're going to block it. And then you turn it off so that he swings right through. He stumbles. Boom. You get him in the back, man. Every single battle done. That's my finishing move, man. <laughs> is there like lightsabers go up and down pretty quick in the movies? I don't know. It's not instantaneous, but like it's pretty quick. It's pretty quick. It's pretty quick. I feel like I feel like that might actually could be a thing. I mean, yeah, uh, fucking all these Jedi's—they're all idiots. I'm uh, I'm smarter than all of them. <laughs> I mean, that being said, though, like I feel like there's so many there's so many things because like thing with the lightsabers you don't have to like really hit with any power or finesse to actually cut through right because it just goes through yeah i feel like there's so many different ways that you could fight a person with a single lightsaber that would be completely unfair because i can't block everything at the same time but like you watch the movies and of course like you know general grievous comes with like the forearms but he does this weird little psycho thing and the guy just kind of like backs off but like what if he was using his wingspan to like kind of like corner you because hmm. he's got like long ass arms he's got forearms so it's like pretty pretty wild and then he kind of just like hit you from both sides at the same time and at the feet now you've got to block here 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 and here at the same time yeah stuff like that they don't ever do shit like that people with two lightsabers they're never coming in with like that the gator gator they're never doing that why i don't watch movies too much as soon as you like question any part of the logic you can just dig a little bit deeper and deeper and it's like why don't they just use the force to throw a rock at the back of their head (laughs) boom this one time when i was uh when i was a youth i was in martial arts as a kid and um there was these like i don't even know what the purpose of them was because they weren't like practice swords but they were sticks with big foam ends on them okay but the the plastic insert that was like the foam was wrapped around yeah it was pretty hard plastic yeah and the foam not that like sturdy of foam kind of thin and i remember like we used to like we would sword fight with him obviously and this one time i like went and i smoked this kid square in the face with it 
but I I was swinging so hard. It was like the foam wasn't there. And it like yeah. mashed his nose. He was bleeding everywhere. And I just remember, I think I was like probably like, I don't know, like 10 years old at the time. Um, I just mashed this kid so hard. And he, he just started screaming. I'm like, it was like one of those, like your parents are coming. Like, oh shit. I'm like, it's not that bad. Don't worry about it. You're okay. Like, it's okay. Let's go to the washroom. Let's clean this up. Yeah, and then like, yeah. we're in the washroom. He's still like bleeding profusely from his face. And like my master comes in. And he's like, what the you guys do wow <laughs> nice that's yeah. funny have i uh have i told you about my experience with karate oh i know you you told me in person before that you were in karate but you never I give me any stories the karate kid oh shit <laughs> just so you know like just mr so miyagi we're aware um yeah i was in like karate from <clears throat> i think about age five or six up until i think 14 maybe um yeah, I was in like a competition, I think when I was 12 years old and it was from ages 12 to 18, this like pretty big karate competition. Mm-hmm. And I got first place overall and I won like an actual samurai sword. What? It was pretty cool. A samurai sword. Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty cool. Had, uh, this... Where's the samurai sword now? It's in my house. Why um, haven't you shown me your samurai sword? The fuck, Matt? <laughs> yeah. There's a warning sign. Oh no, it's gone now. Um yeah man yeah so i got a samurai sword it was pretty cool i also i have a wooden sword as well that i got with it as like a a training sword for the samurai sword um yeah man it was awesome got a standing ovation bro it was pretty cool you killed everyone or yeah everyone was dead (laughs) blood everywhere the master was there on the on the top of a mountain i um i also i was in taekwondo growing up I also had did uh, competitions, but um, no, I did not win first place overall. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wasn't that good. Um, the one thing I was good at, though, is whenever we did like the sparring stuff, I was usually just like bullying people out of the ring and getting like points for like pushing people out, even mm. though I wasn't really doing what I was supposed to be doing. My uh, my sensei used to use me as like a finishing move when people were getting graded. So I had like a really mean right hook, um, like I could get it out there and no one would ever see it coming because it wasn't that common in karate anyways. But I like, yeah, got to watch it. Watch out, man. <laughs> We're fighting. Um, but yeah, so I would always be like one of the last people to spar someone who was getting graded kind of thing to get their next belt. And every time, sure enough, I would just fucking rock them. Right. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, every time a sensei would come up and like, Matt, you can't do this. Like, blah, 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 blah. And it's like. <laughs> I know what game we're playing here, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're playing this little cat and mouse. I know, man. <laughs> you just pretending I'm pretending. Oh, yeah. Man. That's but yeah, I would always just fucking, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd rock these kids. Yeah. <laughs> it was I, good. I did okay in those tournaments until I ran into like kids that were just like kicking me in the head. And then I was like, hmm, that fucked me up. And yeah. I remember the, uh, the end of my competing career as a child was, uh, I'm assuming it's the same in karate too, but it's like an axe kick. So you just like drop your heel in their chest. Oh yeah, okay. Um, More yeah. taekwondo, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay, well, um, yeah. So <laughs> this kid, way more, uh, way more talented at this uh, <laughs> martial art than I was. I was looking to try and push him out of the ring like I did everybody else to get to this point in the competition. And you're just he, over uh, here sumo wrestling. Basically, <laughs> this guy dropped his heel in my chest, and uh, I basically stopped breathing. That's and, a finishing move, man. I literally, was like, <gasps> yeah. <gasps> I was yeah. like hyperventilating 
fortunately my uh my family doctor's kids were in taekwondo too <laughs> and so she was there and so she like took me out we went out to the parking lot she helped me get some air um they were really nice they didn't tell me that i just got my ass kicked but i definitely just got my ass kicked and i was like you know what i was pretty much out of taekwondo a few years after that i was like oh really i was like yeah this isn't for me that's mm. why i was already at this point i had already started football and i was already like decent at football yeah at that point i was like all right I'm way better at smashing heads in football than I am at kicking people in the head. Can't get my mm. leg that high anymore. I was, uh, I was really into it for a long time. Like it was my life. I think around when I was about 14 or something like that, like it was so obvious that I was so far advanced than anyone else in my class. Right. And my dad was the instructor at that point, And it had gotten to the point where he was just pushing me so hard, like every day. Um, I just fucking snapped one day just, stop giving a shit because it's just like i'm fucking coming here because i want to be and then my dad's just yelling at me it sucked man so uh yeah i just kind of gave up after that that's but, that's the way it goes for a lot of people though like yeah it's hard to find something was you love anymore. to do yeah and and keep that level of fun when you get to a certain level of competitiveness yeah now for like more you know regular sports maybe it usually happens a little bit when you get older like i always see you know say like for football exactly you know it's after high school after high school it stops like being super fun because you have to work so much harder to yeah, do it yeah and if you're really good still like say you're in college and you're dominating people in college and yeah it can still be really fun there too but it's only really fun if you're still winning the moment you hit you like your point in your career where you're not like you're just killing everyone anymore <laughs> it starts getting way more hard than it does fun yeah but like stuff like martial arts i bet you know you could probably throw other things in there like gymnastics or dance or any of those others like really competitive activities that probably starts really young especially if you were really Mm -hmm. good yeah and you have parents like i think of like those like crazy dance moms i'm like yeah it's wild yeah it's uh gets to a point yeah the only way to go forward with things like that is just to go to a higher level competition and then work even harder and it's like okay at what level do you stop yeah. what level do you keep going right it's a balance between having fun versus wanting to actually pursue it so yeah how passionate you are about it because you can be really like it's you know it's also not totally uncommon you can be really good at something and not actually want to do it at all mm-hmm. like that's the story for so many people so yeah yeah fucking life man <laughs> <laughs> i um one of the uh last stories i wanted to tell about martial arts um <laughs> there's this guy i that got a couple he uh he is a realtor in town now um i see his face all the time he's got like a, him and his brother have a real realtor company and they got like their van with their faces on it and i see them driving all okay. over town um now i know these guys personally because when we were kids we were in taekwondo together um and the younger of the two brothers um was my age so we were pretty much partners from everything and like we were in it from a young age like i think i started at like four and i honestly don't remember a time that i was in it that he wasn't so i'm assuming he was either there before me or we started the exact same time but regardless we were partners growing up in pretty much every test we were always the same belt okay everything we were similar height i think i was a little bit heavier than him at the time but we were pretty much always partners and I always remember this one day. Every time I see his face on his realtor truck driving around <laughs> town, I remember the one day that we were doing a self-defense um, procedure, you know, test. And I had to, like, throw him in an arm bar. And so, basically, he stands there. He throws the punch. I do my thing. Throw him in the arm bar. And as I drop to the ground and I, like, you know, lock it in, I farted in his face. <laughs> <laughs> 
and I just remember <sighs> him like oh, he like snapped. He was so pissed. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, he was like ready to throw hands. And if it wasn't in front of everybody, he probably would have tried to Bro. fight me. <laughs> and the thing was, is like after that, That's like, dirty. I don't think he liked, obviously, like, come on, like, why would he like me after that? <laughs> like, um, just emitted poisonous gas in his yeah, fucking face. We only went to school and like high school together, like very briefly. And we didn't really talk. Then so like after that like I pretty much never really talked to him ever again. So like my <laughs> last like honest interactions with him were at this Taekwondo when we were kids where I farted in his face. So now I see oh, his face wow. all the time and I just think brown nose bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I farted on that. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah. See his face. Yeah, I farted on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That'd be great to run into him. Like, hey, man, remember that time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember? <laughs> Shit on your face. Who knows? Maybe he's randomly watching. Oh, no. One of, <laughs> one of our fans. <laughs> That'd be so joked. Yeah. Speaking of that, though, it's been uh, it's been pretty cool watching the subscribers go up. It's been nice. Hey. It's been nice, man. We appreciate you guys. Yeah. Anyone who's actually watching. <laughs> we appreciate you. Um, We think it's funny, too, when we see... um. You know, we did that video. Uh, we talked about Chris Sky, and a lot of you guys were really upset about that. Um, but uh, it's funny when you see people like Chris Guy back in the news, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, that video is popular again. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, popular. Well, I feel I like Take part it. of our subscriber base is now just people who are Chris Guy <laughs> subscribers. <laughs> They're like these motherfuckers. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they want to be first in line to shit talk us if we bring them up again. <laughs> Like we need to know. I kind of want. I kind of want that, but I don't. At the same time. <laughs> it's just yeah. so funny to me. My favorite comment still is the fashion police. Hey, shout out to that guy. <laughs> Talking about crimes and stuff. I was like, we're wearing black shirts that day. I was like, what do you mean? Yeah, we're, we're was the swag not right? Like, <laughs> why was he upset? Well, it's we wouldn't like have uh, the need for fashion police if we went down to the local merch shop and picked up a couple of <laughs> talk our way out t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusive only to us. <laughs> but like, that was my plug. Yeah, <laughs> shameless plug. Yeah. But like, do you not like your toque? Because it's blue. I like my toque. Yeah, it's a nice toque. Your toque's all right. Thanks. Yeah, and like you were wearing your necklace that day, like the Do you like my one? necklace. I thought it was decent. Thanks, man. I thought you, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate it. I thought your swag was on point. I was like, thanks, man. We're all looking good. I mean, Kyle was busted, but that's <laughs> tough, you know. But like, what's this guy talking about the fashion police? Like, why are you coming at me like that, bro? It hurt me. That was. That's all I think about now. I mean, that's probably like the nicest form of criticism we've received. There's been a few people saying some stupid shit. I'm gonna come in like full on suit next show. Full on suit. Yeah, I'm coming Ooh, suited shit. up. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the plan. You gotta wear shades too. Go full Blues Brothers on us. Okay. <laughs> Challenge accepted. If he doesn't do it, he's a pussy. That's it. All right. Done. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Peace. <laughs> Take care. Uh, cool.